Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Teaching Kindness, the Bullies Be Gone podcast, with yours truly, Nate Webb, the founder of Bullies Be Gone. Here on BBG, I go into all things kindness, bringing in guests and experts from all wakes of life, and we are all here for one reason and one reason only, to help you and your kids get over bullies, get off social media, and love your lives. So come on in and learn how to live in a world where kindness is king. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back. It is great to be at BBG. I am so sorry, guys. I have been a little bit MIA on here the last couple of months, which has been the same old story for the last two years, I guess. Um, Many of you know, I also run the Save the Kids podcast, and we got swamped with podcast interviews. And then my speaking schedule got really hectic as well. I was in Canada for a week, and then I went to the Utah School Counselors Association Fall Conference, and that was great, and speaking was fun, and it's been crazy, though, because I've been recording so many podcasts for the Save the Kids podcast. We are scheduled out until, like, January, but because of that, I've been so busy with that, I haven't had time to really record for anything else, and all my other time is spent reaching out to schools, making content. And so this, you know, Teaching Kindness, Bullies Be Gone podcast kind of been pushed to the back burner, but I'm not going anywhere. Um, for a while, I was actually tempted to just <clears throat> just stop the podcast, just end it, because it's a lot. I run the Save the Kids podcast, the Utah School Counselors Association podcast, content for Bullies Be Gone, I work on my speaking emails, I'm a wrestling coach, I'm a young men's advisor for my church, and the Teaching Kindness podcast. Uh, yeah, I real I wanted to quit. I really did. But recently, I had a couple people reach out and just let me know how much they appreciated my content and that how it's helped them. And it's given me a little bit of a boost to realize, you know what? This isn't that difficult. It's it's not complicated. It just takes a little bit more time management. Got to set aside time for specific things. I'm realizing my most unproductive days unproductive days are when I don't have a plan, when I just kind of go with it, when I say, oh, I know what I'm going to work on. And then I end up just kind of working harder, not smarter. And so we're, we're figuring things out. Um, going to the USCA conference was amazing. I met a lot of cool counselors that ha- were really interested in having me come speak at their schools. So that was cool. It was a great confidence builder. Um, cause I, I've never spoken to that many adults at once. All my parent nights have been a couple hundred maybe, but I had about 500 counselors in that ballroom. And it was just an amazing experience. Um, I also was able to attend the Temp View TEDx. There's a new TEDx chapter in Utah, Temp View Drive. It was way cool. My buddy, uh, uh, Tanner Tanner Clark, was able to give a presentation there. Got to watch him. He's awesome. And so it's been cool. Uh, We're in November, though, um, which is crazy. Because it feels like school year just started, but um, all of this it was a great con- it was a great reminder for me to practice what I preach. That kind of leads us into what we're talking today. Um, so right, it's November, it's Christmas season. Not really, it's Thanksgiving season first. Um, the season of gratitude and gratitude that is the little superpower that I want to talk to you guys about today. One of my very first presentations ever first paid presentations ever. They're like, hey, we need you to incorporate gratitude into this somehow. I wasn't planning on talking about gratitude, but 
they are paying me to do so. <laughs> so I did. And ever since, it has actually become a key part of all my presentations. Because, you know, once they're like, hey, do gratitude in your presentation because it's part of our school values. And so I just did a little deep dive on gratitude. And it was just a game changer for me. Because um, I, when I did a deep dive on the matter, I found that comparison culture, dissatisfaction of life, being mad about other people's success, all of these negative, toxic things, they all come down to similar things to a lack of gratitude. I mean, think about it. Why do you compare yourself to other people? Why do you always, when you're on a scrolling comparison rabbit hole, why is that so enticing? Because you don't, you don't see the life that you have and think that it's good enough. It's not that you're being ungrateful, but you're not using gratitude. They see the perfect little models on Instagram. They see the, the people that appear to have a perfect life and they think, oh man, I wish I had that. I wish I had that. That grass is always greener on the other side, that mentality. If you look at dissatisfaction of life, you're so unhappy with your life. It's often because you don't have gratitude for the things that you do have in your life. When I was at the peak of being bullied, in school, when I was at my most miserable, I was often thinking, I wish I was just like so-and-so. I wish I was just like so-and-so. It's so easy to be ungrateful or to not use gratitude to see the negatives in life when you're being pounded with negativity. But um, our brains are pretty cool. So let's get nerdy here. Our brains cannot feel two opposing emotions at once. We have this thing called the amygdala that is responsible for emotions. And we physically cannot feel two opposing emotions at once. So we can use that to our advantage. So first off, though, how do we deploy gratitude? How do we use this thing? How do we use this superpower? If this is indeed a superpower, how do we use it to help our brains be healthier? When I speak at schools, when I give presentations to companies, I talk about focusing on two things, what you can control and what you do have. When we're talking about what you can control, I ask kids, can you control the actions of other people, the thoughts of other people, the words of other people? No, you can't. So stop trying. Stop blaming yourself for the things that other people do and stop comparing yourself and thinking that you're not good enough because of what other people are doing because quite often it is not about you when you use when you focus on what you can control you end up only focusing on yourself you can't control their people stop blaming yourself their actions aren't your fault and when you only focus on yourself what you can control the weight of the world lifts off your shoulders because you stop taking responsibility for the actions of other people who you have no control over when I stopped focusing on what other people were saying and doing to me or about me or whatever it was, all of a sudden I felt free. I no longer cared so much about their opinions because that were though it was their opinion, their words, their actions, not mine. I was free to be who I wanted to be and they could do what they wanted because that's on them. Their wins are their wins. My losses are my losses. My wins are my wins. See, when we're using gratitude... We're actually happy for other people's successes. Oftentimes in life, we see other people succeed and we think, oh, that should have been me. You think it's your loss. When in reality, 
they can own their wins and you can own your losses and you can own your wins when you're focusing on what you can control, which is yourself and how you react to your situations. You are not doomed to be the byproduct of your circumstances. You get to respond to your circumstances. A lot of people think that it's out of my control. These are my circumstances. It's what I was born into. This is the life I am forced to live. But in reality, it is not. Because you get to control how you respond to those circumstances. And gratitude is a superpower that can help you rise above that. But the first step is to focus on what you can control. The second part is to focus on what you do have. Actually, rewind a little bit. I just forgot. Today, guess what? My car broke down. Not even broke down. It's embarrassing. I went to go change the oil of my car. And when I went to go open my hood, to pop the hood, pull the little lever on my car, pop the hood, the lever broke. It's a little crank. It's not one of those like flip levers. It's a little crank. And I cranked it and it just broke off right there. Couldn't change my oil. Couldn't do anything. Still don't know what I'm going to do. Still going to have to figure that out. I could have gotten super upset. I could have just gotten mad. I could have just given up. But I thought to myself, it's time to practice what you preach. You can't control this what just broke. What can you control? I can go set an appointment with a mechanic. I can go have it looked at. And so I did the things that I could control. And I was able to be grateful for the situation. Grateful that for my ability to be resilient. All right. The second thing is to is to um, focus on what you do have. We always hear the mentality, the grass is greener on the other side. We hear that all the time. And ladies and gentlemen, that is false. The grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is greener wherever you water it. Notice the life that you have. Notice the things that you have. Spend your time and attention bettering the things that you have instead of wishing and longing over the things that you will not, cannot have. The things of other people, the things that are not yours, cultivate that which you have. So you can turn it into something beautiful. What you have is already beautiful. You just need to cultivate it. Give it some attention. If you make the effort, you will notice that what you do have is so far greater than what you don't have. Notice the life that you have. It's a wonderful life. Guess what? I did not have the cool brand names growing up, right? I didn't have Nike or Under Armour or Aerial Postale. I didn't have any of that stuff. I had clothes on my back. I had food on the table. I never had to worry where my next meal was coming from. My parents loved me so much. That's things that we all take for granted. That's things that we don't think about because we have them in abundance. Stop for a minute and just think about all the things that you have in abundance. The things that you think are just automatic. Because I guarantee they are not just automatic for everybody. And so when you focus on those things, when you focus on what you can control, when you focus on what you do have, you're able to feel this cool thing called gratitude. Feeling that gratitude is that superpower because while you are intentionally deploying gratitude, you cannot feel anxious, depressed, sad, angry, frustrated at the same time. Your brain can go back and forth, but it cannot feel at the same time. 
Now, disclaimer, gratitude does not get rid of uncomfortable emotions. These uncomfortable emotions, right, depression, anxiety, anger, frustration, they're all still very important. But gratitude can change our whole perspective. Gratitude can protect us from overexposure to negative emotions. Yes, negative emotions are important, but gratitude can help ease that burden so that's the cortisol from all the extra stress is not coursing through your body. Stress equals more cortisol. More cortisol equals more health issues. And so deploying gratitude helps you to de-stress, to not have those in your system near as much. It really helps to protect you. It really helps to make you a better person. And it's such, it's such an underrated superpower that most people don't think about. Um, so there you go. Let's lean into gratitude a little bit more, especially this month. We're heading into November, Thanksgiving. It is a perfect time to intentionally think about the things that we are grateful for. Think about the things that we can control, the things that we do have, so we can strengthen our abilities to feel gratitude so that we can strengthen it within our lives. Thank you guys so much. Um, I'm not sure when my next episode is going to be. I'll try to make it sooner than later. It might be next week. It might be next month. We will see. But just a reminder, if you'd like me to come speak to your area, please fill out a request form linked in the podcast description. And if this podcast has brought you any value, please leave a five-star review on Spotify. It really helps me out. You guys are all amazing. Always remember, you are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Go home and give give your kids an eight-second hug, and we'll see you on the next one.